this that's movie, awesome, right? man. And then that I, is, I, I mean, got, that's a lot. <laughs> I got the teenagers giving each other hand jobs next mm. to me. I got, uh, you know. Okay, you're going the wrong. T- okay, so let me let me propose you this. You don't okay. want to go to a mm-hmm. crowded theater. Just Have you go been to the Alamo Draft the House for like an Alamo Draft House is also really good. Well, the no, worst, it's classy. I don't want, I don't want the, the dinner and a show, and that's actually way more distracting having people the, running the back waiters. and forth. Yeah, yeah it was terrifying at it. I thought there were little clowns running around. <laughs> actually, that they should have done that. I think they they may have. Yeah, they, they probably that been did. Fucking genius. Um, that would have been There's no way they. Yeah, yeah. they'd be foolish not to. But um, just go when. It's either in a doll theater or about to be out of theaters. I know, but the problem is the blockbusters. I st- it, it's still like, and even even when it's mostly empty, like the people that are in there are always just like the fucking worst. It, I I went to go see the uh, now. Granted, location, location, location. All right. Yeah, you're so, going to a bad theater. Man. Well, the thing is, I like big theaters. Of course. Big screens, right? Ooh. So like, I love the Daily City Twenty. Mm. That place. That mm. that that place is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, if nobody's in it, right? Granted, um, but it's just so I I ma- I did the math, okay? I did the math. Now there's the hundred dollars. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the House of Pride show. I'm your host Tweaker Turner. Today we have a co-host, the famous Phil B, the DJ producer, who will be joining us shortly. Right now we're going to listen to a Phil B remix of a Kim Sims hit, Deep in the City, from 2017. And the reason why we're listening to that is because Kim Sims will be joining us shortly from her home on the East Coast. Folks, listen to this, get up and dance. It is time for the House of Pride show.
Test, 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 test. Welcome, welcome, folks, to another episode of House of Pride Radio. So happy to have another show. We're still alive and well here in San Francisco, California. And I'm super happy to have these fabulous DJs hanging out with me today. Uh, so I'm going to go around the room and have them introduce themselves. I'm DJ Phil B, a San Francisco resident DJ and international slag. And a legend. <laughs> and hello, I am DJ Dank, and I am the producers of many shows, and uh, we'll be here to talk about that and all kinds of things marijuana. <laughs> That's right. That's right, because you're into that, and so are a lot of people. A lot of people are into the marijuana, yes. Well, let's ask our first guest if, if she is into uh, marijuana over there on the East Coast. We're calling live, folks, all the way over on the East Coast, I believe... Uh, I can't, um, Georgia, it's the one and only Kim Sims. We were just hey. playing. Hey, she can hear us. The hey, phone works. Kim, we were just playing yes. Philby's mix of your hit last year, Deep in the hey, City. I was listening. I was listening. Hey, Philby. Hey, DJ Dank. Hey, Miss Sims. 
<laughs> we have feedback from somewhere, are we? Uh-oh. Oh. Sounds I can't up or something's not down. And it's not my oh. pants. <laughs> I'm losing your volume, Tweeka. All right, it's fixed. Okay. So, yeah, we're together again. Love it. I love I love the baseline in that mix. It was so down and dirty. It gets everyone yes. on the dance floor. Aw. How Thank are you, you Kim? Philby. I'm wonderful, Philby. How are you? I'm really good. I've been away. I've been I've been out of space and I'm back. Oh good. Glad to have you back. How about you, DJ Dank? Oh, I'm doing just fine. I'm a little distracted yeah. for the moment. Sorry. Our our host is climbing off of things and moving things and throwing them around. But I think maybe I can actually hear you now. Oh, the chair we died. Thought, we thought he was... That chair was drinking earlier heavily. I saw that. For a moment, we thought he was trying to be Tarzan, but I think he was trying to be Jane. <laughs> I would say more Jane. More Jane. Or some, more like Jane in the spaceship. Harry Jane. Harry Jane. I love it. So, Kim, are you into marijuana? You know, I'm into watching people smoke it, but no, I, 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 I don't partake of the marijuana. Oh, that leaves more for everybody else. You know, it's legal now in, in California, and it's a big deal in San Francisco, and um, for now. And Dan's into it, so I thought I'd ask oh. you. I hope you don't mind. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, um, I'm sure my son Ryan will be happy to hear that, because he lives in California. <laughs> so, I'll leave the puff, puff, pulls to y'all. <laughs> All right, and that's the isn't that the name of your show, Dan? The name of my p- show is Puff. Yes, <clears throat> we're gonna get into the Puff later. It. The Puff. <laughs> so, Kim, thank you so much. Is this is the first time you're back here on House of Pride Radio in 2018? Do you have any um, New Year philosophy to share with us? Um, just to do it till you're satisfied. There's so many ways to do it. <laughs> what was and it? Do so it. Many ways to be satisfied. That's so, right. Know. She said, Kim yeah. said, do it till you're satisfied. There's a song. There you go. Yeah. That yeah. is, definitely. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, even when you're satisfied, do it a bit more. Exactly. To make sure you're satisfied. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with a little satisfaction, that's for sure. No. <laughs> yes. We loved working with you last year, and we want to work with you again in 2018. Are there any plans on the, the, the horizon? Yes, well, first and foremost, I can't tell you how much I thank you all for, you know, getting me back to the back on the billboard charts. And it, you know, I had the best 2017, I guess anybody could ask for. I mean, straight from January 17, straight to the 31st day of, of December, it has truly been just wonderful. You know what I mean? So I, oh, I, first awesome. and foremost, I just want to thank you. You, you know, whether you guys know it or not, or not, you get you gave me life, and I and I'm so appreciative. Um, and as far as any plans for the future, you heard that Natalie uh, Natalie Cole song. I have no plans for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually I guess I can announce it on here. I'm actually retiring. What? Oh, yeah. I've heard that before, though. You have, yes. you You're not, right. are you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, no. we I've, need I've a gotten, we need a divine okay. intervention here. We cannot have <laughs> you retire. You are just back in our lives. Let's get the You're Jesus right. painting behind you, like in in. Kim. I feel it moving behind me. I think Kim. it's saying something. Go back one more time. You know, gosh, I tell you, it's LP and Thomas and. 
you know, I've gotten so many great responses to the fact that I'm re- retiring. Not great that I, they're happy, great, but they're, and it just, it just blew my mind. And, you know, I know that, that this gift that I was given, you know, I feel like I've used it to its capability and best ability. And, um, well, hell, Tweeka, mm. you know what? I'm coming out of retirement. All right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like if the God, the good Lord has given you the gift, you really, it's it's more than you. Like, it's your instrument to share exactly. with the world. Well, True. you know what? I'm announcing tonight on your show, <laughs> I have had the shortest retirement of anybody. I'm back. 18 days and 34 minutes. Shorter than, <laughs> shorter than Cher's retirement. <laughs> right. Right? Because she's always, this is my retirement concept. It even sounds old. No. Yeah, Tweeka. I want you, I want Phil B, DJ Dank, if you up for the stank, I'm, I want you too. I want to um, just put out another song, and of course it's going to be written by Thomas Arambula, and we are, we're going to we're gonna give it to you in 2018, you know, and, and possibly, hey Tweeka, mm-hmm. to all of y'all, possibly we can make a little green in 2018, ain't that right? Yes, girl, you need some gigs. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know you were working the Pride last year, and you, you got a couple of those, so maybe you can build off I of did. that. Um, yes, and I, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for that because um, Patrick uh, Gallino, you know, and he's the ambassador yeah. for Stolen. You know the story. But anyway, he was so kind and, uh, you know, pulled me along. And Ronnie Schaefer, of course, I can never thank him enough. He had me at the San Jose, uh, I, I should say Silicon Valley Pride, and truly, it, it's been a good run. And then to to get to the, close to the end of the year and to have uh, a song back on on Billboard, it was just it was just amazing. It had been 21 years. You know what I mean? So yes. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And while the iron is hot, I'm mm-hmm. gonna fire it up. Let's do it, Tweeka. Oh, Let's definitely. Do it. I think this shows, though, what um, legend you are. The fact that you can make a comeback and be so successful. Um, Your people never really forgot you. They remembered you. And, you know, you have star power. You're a legend. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I I appreciate that. And I have to give all, you know, and I'm just being real, all of the credit to the fact that the the, uh, gay community and gay, I should say the LGBTQ community <laughs> has stuck by me. It grows every year. It's get, yeah, there's going to be another letter added next year, I'm sure. We like letters. Or you, say, you could just say the alphabet Yeah. Uh, in about 10 go. years' time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but truly, the children, I say the yeah, children. Yeah, the children, so I love that. Yeah, they've been so good to me. And, you know, many a time when I was feeling like I wanted to just give up, you know, I've always gotten encouragement from um, from the community. So I truly am grateful. Awesome. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's refresh refresh a cost for Kim's success of 2017. Turn it up. Uh, she warmed us up with Deep in the City mm-hmm. and then turned it out with Turn It Up mm-hmm. uh, yes. on your own label, as a matter of fact, yes. which is brilliant. Yes. What was the name of your label? Um, Diva Down. Diva Down. Yes. Peaked at number six on Billboard yes. Club, but also crossed over onto Billboard, I think, Digital Airplay. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. 
It did, yes. So there you yeah. go. Double what whammy, solid smash. That's yeah. what you have to do. You have to have successive. When you're making a comeback like that, mm-hmm. you've, yes. got your, you've got the people that remember you, and then you've got yes. your new crowd, the new right. generation, mm-hmm. and right. that's so crucial is to have one, two, three in a row. If you can have three top ten hits, that's it. Yes. You're back. Okay. All right. And you can we do know. it. I, I know I you can. I can. I've got the right machine behind me. I truly do. And, you know, it's funny when I was, um, real quick, Tweet, if you don't mind, when I was in San Jose for Pride, um, a very, very dear friend of mine who I've known for over 25 years, he danced in my first video, uh, We Gotta Love, uh, mm. he and his brother, Tim Snyder. Tim Snyder it was at the um, San Jose Pride, and he, he told me, Kim, You've given me, you've rejuvenated what I want to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually record some music, and try to do something because you inspire me. Things like that mean the world to me because he yeah. truly is. He's a gifted um, singer, and I think he's got a, a really good, you know, couple of songs. And Leo Frappier is, I believe, the uh, is on production. So it's gonna be nice. And I had to put that plug in because he came. After all these years, I hadn't seen him, and he came from L.A. and made sure that he, he saw me and to tell me how much, you know, I've meant to him over the years. That's a blessing. It really is. So uh, yes. I'm excited about that. I'm excited for him, and I, I hope and pray that, you know, his single does well. And then the next thing is um, just getting into 2018 and just making sure that the song that we choose is the one you know that won't lose, if you will. So that's why I'm gonna stick with the same people that I've that I had the success with. Hopefully, add some more people on because I I really think that we've got something. And as long as Thomas Rambula is writing it, and then I've got LP Vargas who says hello by the way, Tweeka, um, who's gonna you know jump on board again and and uh, promote it. And so. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. And now that I've come out of retirement, hell, this is a great day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, shout, hey, hey, LP and Thomas. Happy New Year, folks. You yeah. guys are great. Um, yeah. I just want to say I love that story that you just told because there is a really crystal example of how the artist you can touch like someone's life in yeah. and, and lift yeah. them, right? That's happened to That's me as a fan of, of artists. Yeah. It's the greatest compliment I think one can hear. I really it believe is, that. It really is a feel. It's it's something you know because I think as as artists we can all agree that there are times when you just you know you you doubt you doubt yourself or and, absolutely and you, you know, oh yeah you let you get too in your head if you know what I mean. And That's part I, pr- part of the process. That, oh, is, yeah. that is part of being an artist, a true yes. humble artist. Yeah, yes. there's always a period yes. of self-loathing followed by like um happiness. We need um <laughs> what do you call it? We need validation. That's normal. Yes, it's true. I need it. But you know, well, I mean, when you're putting yourself out there, yeah, you know, right. you want That's some right. feedback. You yeah. all get nervous. You know, and that's true, and and I have to say, I I um, celebrated a birthday at you know December twenty eighth was my birthday, and I, you know I was just celebrating life and you know just being feeling so happy about you know seeing another year, and my ninety one year old um, mother in love is what I call her. I told her I was retiring. She looked at me, 
She said, retiring from what? <laughs> I said, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a singer and stuff. You probably ain't never heard of me. but <laughs> So she said, Sugar, why would you leave what you so long for for so long and and give it up now? What, what's, what's the point? And, you know, I thought about that. And I said, you know, she's right because there will come a time, Phil and – and DJ Dank and, and Tweaker that they won't be asking. They won't yeah. be coming. You know, there'll be there'll come a time that it I won't have that anymore. So why would I step away when I'm so high on this horse, if you understand? I, I do. And you know, I I just wanna also say, I mean, you know, this is just one genre of, of, of steering your talent to like yes. the dance genre and charts. But yes. there's so many other things you can do with your talent, uh, your That's voice. True. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like yes. to have that talent, it you it can lift you up, and yes. it, you can be down, and you can yes. pick up a guitar or write a song or sing a song or perform, yes. and you it doesn't yes. matter how depressed you are, it, it, that can take you out of that and lift you up. You're right. You're right. And um, I think it has. You know, music is the key. Let it set your mm-hmm. body free. I mean, the the, the lyrics to uh, to deep in the city. You feel it in your soul and let the music mm-hmm. take control. And it's true. That music, it, it, it's universal and it just crosses everyone. And people get people all get together when it comes to, you know, comes to music. We all love the same thing, if you know what I mean. Yes. And your hit, uh, Turn It Up, is available on iTunes and all major distribution sites. Yes. I'm looking at it right now at iTunes yes. as part one this, and a part two and a part three, great Phil. Mi- this yes. great, great <laughs> remix is one of the, my favorites is Stephanie Deanne, De- DJ yes. Deanne. Mm-hmm. She yes. she did turn it up. She's, she did. It's yeah. banging. She, she, tru- she truly did. Um, and she kind of came on at, at the last minute, if you know what I mean. So it was kind of like... You know, we I feel like we were just throwing them out there and people were embracing. And Tweeka, if I haven't said this before, thank you for getting me to number six on the Billboard chart. I, I honor you and thank you so much. I love that. Well, let's have a little sample of it. Yeah. Um, let's I want to ask something. Um, Can I ask something? When are you back in the Bay Area, Kim? Well, you know what? It looks like now that I'm out of retirement. <laughs> After coming on their show. Um, LP, LP and I will be talking, but I would I, I would bet within the next four to six weeks. Really? Yeah. I love it. Because you have such an infectious personality, and thank it's you. just, I, I want to see you so bad. Are you, oh, I, thank you. Are you in Atlanta, Georgia? Or? Yeah, I am. Have you been through Phil and I'm, some gigs? I'm there in two weeks. Oh, honey, I'm coming. Where are you going to be? Uh, well, I don't know. Ladies, well, you've got to get together. Let me tell you, I'm DJing at the Heretic in Atlanta, and it's a night I, called... I love the Heretic. I was there to see... Who was it, babe? DJ... I believe DJ Deanne played there. Yeah, she just I'm she not... just recently played there. Okay. So if you would I grace will... us with your presence, the only oh thing is, I have to There's warn no you, more. the night is called Slut. Slut? Oh, that's well, perfect. that's fitting for you, Phil. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I couldn't believe it took them so long to ask me to do a party called Slut. I know. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'm gonna have. Finally, to the shoe fits. Know. So I can. I'm Where coming in a day early. Yet? I'm taking you to dinner. Oh, and, come on now. And no performing. You're the. Uh, you. I want you to 
go there and have fun and meet the owners. Oh, honey, I appreciate it. Phil B, you know I love you, and I'm going to give you the biggest hug and kiss ever. Um, oh. And my husband, and he'll come with me because we literally... <laughs> Please. We went to the... And it's on the radio, so it's a done deal. <laughs> exactly, you know? So, Phil, just keep me posted. You still have my cell number. If not, you can get it from Tweeka. No, I have your cell number in my okay. in my special VIP cell. Well, you know, <laughs> with, with Kylie Minogue's and J Lo's <laughs> number, and you know, so it's twentieth of January. But I'll, I'll give you, I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely, I will be there with with bells and and heels, high heels, and everything. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. <laughs> I awesome. love it. Yes. Thank All right, you. folks. Quick recap of her big hit. Turn it up. Here is the Dirty Disco remix. Right, all right, Dirty Disco, turning it up for Kim Sims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's awesome. I love that mix. And we love those guys. They're from Houston, right? Are yeah. they really? Yeah, yeah, they're based in Houston. They're on a roll right now. They're a good one to, to have Absolutely. remix your, your work. They're the great. next one. Okay, I, I definitely will will do that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Just hearing that, you know, I don't listen to my music, but just hearing <laughs> Turn It Up at this moment, it got, you know, it rejuvenated me as well. So, yeah, thank you so much. Awesome. And then um, before you go, of course, we have to play uh, the, the hit that a lot of people know, especially in England. Actually, this was yes. very big. Folks, you, I'm not even going to announce it because you'll know it. <laughs> Here it goes. Here we go. Yeah, that's the classic. Oh, Too yeah. blind to see it, and you can get that and and uh, turn it up right there on iTunes and all major distribution sites. Kim, that song still yeah. resonates today. I know it does. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing how people and I've got young folks coming to me um, and telling me, you know, how much they love this song. It it was a production and a time in my life that I'll never forget. You know what I mean? And to have people still enjoy it up to this point that's even more 
spectacular, if you will. Mm-hmm. Phil has a really cute story about that. Well, it, it was, I'm sure you're aware of just how huge that song was in the UK. It was really yes. massive. It crossed massive. over to radio was, and stuff. And so yeah. I, I tell my, my family, they, they're not that big hardcore into dance music. They're more pop, radio. And yes. I tell them I'm working with this person, with that person. And they kind of go, oh, that's nice. And then I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing a remix for Kim Sims. And they all stopped and looked. And they said, too blind to see it, Kim Sims? Oh. And they all squealed. And they now, all of a sudden, think I'm famous because I did a remix for you. Oh, my God. You know you're going to make me cry, right? So that's how... That's just how big that song and you it was. and you it are. Was. I mean, thank you. My family thank who know you. nothing about dance music just like bowed down because they were like, yeah. "Oh my god, you you remixed the Kim Sims song?" Oh, man. <laughs> like that. And that's, I'm like, "I know, that's right?" That's so awesome. Thank you so much Phil for that. You know, I feel, I'm honored and you know, this what you hear from me is real. Tweaky can tell you what you see is what you get. I'm pretty much the same all the time. Um and and I know that it is it's so important to, you know, thank the people that that get you to the to this point. And I mean, I have had some diehard fans, and I am just it, it amazes me. It really does. And you know, Phil, it's funny. I heard how massive Two Blind was, and of course, I toured the world, and I was over in the UK, and I actually got recognized. And I thought, oh my God, I'm special. <laughs> but but what's so what's so interesting is. When you're not living it on a day to day, you know when you're when you're you're hearing about it, but you don't necessarily feel it. it if you know what I mean. Because I was here, it, it did okay here, but it was so great over there that it's just, it, it was a, a different feeling for me, and I really yeah. didn't know how massive it was because I was so enthralled in in doing it and touring and traveling. And now when I sit back and hear you say this and Tweeka and so many other people how much that um they loved that song and that's what put me on the map that's what's so just so great for me because you know what are the, what's the likelihood and i have to give a definite thank you to steve silk hurley for you know producing and 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 giving me some um some special love so that I could get out in the world and do what I wanted to he, do. He's a so true I, legend as well. Was he fun to he work is. with? Yes. Yeah. 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 What you, I'm sorry, I lost you. you Steve was a, is a legend. Steve Silk, Steve, Steve Silk Hurley, a total legend. Was he nice to work with? Was it good to work with? Oh, yeah. fun? He, he is a total legend. And he was. He was nice to work with. And I will say this. He was, Steve is a workhorse where, and as a producer, you know, an artist and producer, they have to almost be like their husband and wife, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he brought, he brought so much out of me and, you know, yeah. he wasn't just going to settle for a little bit. He, and so he was very good at saying, no, no, let's do it again. And, and I would get so pissed because I was like, <laughs> hey, I mean, how many more do you, but he was, he's a very, uh, he's a professional. He and I, you know, we don't speak or on a regular basis, but you know, I see him in passing and he, you know, he put me on the map and you know, for that, I'll forever be grateful to him. That's lovely. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yep. He saw the potential you had. Yes. 
He did. And, you know, I, I started singing with jingles. And so Paul David Wilson was the person that really got me on the the uh, jingle map, if you will. He really gave me my start. And then to have Steve come along and it was the right time, you know, with the label he had and everything. So it was just the timing. And I think it just worked that way. And I never would have imagined um, it being, you know, as massive as, as it was. Yeah. That's right. What, what what would you say was your biggest jingle gig? Um, I did McDonald's. There was, and you guys can look this up because it's really McDonald's? a commercial. It, I did my major, the major, um, first major jingle I did was for Shasta Soda Pop. Oh, and yeah, I've heard of that. it was called I Want a Pop. And there was a girl <laughs> running around in a pink, I'm sorry, in a red jumpsuit, but I was singing. You know, I sang the uh, the commercial. And then the next one would have been for McDonald's. And I did a ton of them, but the ones that stick out the most were my solo ones. And it was called First Glasses, and it was McDonald's. So I did the, um, did the vocals for that. And I believe that was in 1981 or 82. Wow. So, uh, Can that, you give yeah. us a little sample? Do you remember? Do you remember how remember your piece? Let the fingers do the walking. Give me that so, so, soda. The same old cola. I want a rock and roller. I want a pop. I want a Shasta. So that was the I love it. I would like a Shasta now, too. You could redo a song called I Want a Pop. You know what? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hell, if, any, if people can do a twerking song, you can definitely do a popping song. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. That's a yeah. great story. So, and the McDonald's one was a real sweet one. And but that Shasta was the one that really, and let me tell you, I, I used to run to the mailbox, honey. She <laughs> was living back then. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> residuals. Oh, I know. Residuals are nice yeah. for that kind of thing. Yes. The residuals were kick-ass. Believe that, okay? <laughs> Do residuals still happen these days in well, our industry? You know, it's... it's I, I say yes, they do, but uh-huh. I, you know, have been out of the jingle business for so long. I imagine it's done the same thing as the music industry has done, you know. Right. Um, but back in the day, you know, AFTRA and SAG, you, you were guaranteed to get your, you know, get the residuals, especially with it going. It was a national spot, and it, um, you know, it ran nationwide, for, yeah, over yeah. two years. So. That gave me, you know, that's what really kind of, I think, got me really interested because I said, damn, all I got to do is sing a couple of notes and you're going to pay me like this? So <laughs> I love it, it. It was, yeah. And and getting on stage with the with Two Blind and, and Take My Advice and um, uh, I can't think of it right now. But anyway, I can remember, you know, Mark Katz, who was my agent at the time. Oh, um, he, Mark Katz was your he, agent? Mark Katz, as a matter of fact, this is a true story. I was his, the first artist that he uh, actually promoted and, and um, wow. you know, uh, solidified my gigs. I was the first one. Wow. <laughs> and he was awesome, and I got so many great gigs. And, you know, it, it, it was when we talked, we talked not long ago, and when he told me that 
he was the first person. I I didn't even know that. So I just found found that out that I was the first person that he actually started working with. But he got me wonderful gigs. And and you know when you think about the money that people are making now on the gigs, when I was doing you know, early on to get a thousand, two thousand, five thousand. I thought everybody was, you know, punking me because, honey, I was like, what do you mean? That's the kind of money I'm going to get. And it, it can make, it can pull you in, you know, and I know you guys know it can pull you in, but, you know, you have to be smart about it. And you got to, uh, you got to learn your business. Yeah. Uh, my craft is one thing, but I got to survive, you know, and so. I had some bumps and bruises and didn't make some of the best decisions with some of the people that I uh, worked with. But now I can look back on it and in my mature, I call it my seasoned time mm-hmm. of life, I can truly um, appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes is- you don't appreciate it until it's yeah. it's gone. And so for me, that's been really big just to be able to sit back, appreciate it. And to be talking right now, still mm-hmm. talking to somebody, and somebody's out there listening. That is just great. It's really great. All right. Um, <laughs> you Kim. know, Kim, you're like family. I wish we could go on and on for the, uh, the rest stories. of the night. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we just, there's so many questions to ask, and we just want to keep on and on and on. And when if, you, thank you. We should have a whole show when she's in the Bay Area. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and have, what you, is it have, called? Have, a, a, um, a one, an exclusive one-on-one, like a one-on-one, uh, a tribute. No, what do you call that yeah. when you have one guest, a special? Yeah. Yes, a Kim and Sim you know, special. Spotlight on the diva. Yeah, Dan, you and were going to ask. I was just going to say, when you tell your stories like that, you're you're creating your myth, you're creating our history. So yeah. by 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 telling these stories, they get out and the public can hear them and they learn so much about everything, yeah. and it might inspire them in some way. So it's it's never hurts to yeah. you know spread the word about where you've been and what you've done and what you learned. Yeah, yeah history yeah. is so important. How some where someone comes from, how they got to where they are now, and that's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. Kim, where it can is. folks go to follow you? Okay, so, you know, of course, I'm on Facebook, and so that's Kim Sims Fans and also Kim Sims. You can go either place. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as Instagram, give me a second. It's Kim underscore Sims underscore uh, Fans Official. Uh Fans Official, yeah. Um, That's where you can find me on, and it's at Kim Sims on Twitter. I think that's pretty much it. You know, I'm still kicking and scratching. I want to use pencil and paper. I don't know nothing about this thing. Well, you have a wiki page too, folks listening. (laughs) Your Facebook page is really, really a lovely thing to see on my feed because you post such positive, nice messages and they make Mm. you feel good. Thank you. And we need that right now. Oh I'm yes, sorry. we do. It is oh, is a crazy world out there. And, uh, yes, it is. Don't like. Don't get me started now. <laughs> that's uh, that's our that's next a, interview. Yeah, that's the next one. <laughs> we love you, Kim. Special. Love you, Kim. We love and I love you guys too. And nice meeting you, DJ Dank. And lovely Phil meeting B. you. Much I hope love. to meet you here in San Francisco at some point. Thank you, and Phil be much love forever. And you, you know, you're gonna always be special to me. And of course, Tweeka. And I want to see love you in two weeks, Phil. But. Tweeka, yeah. you yeah. are family, and I thank you for for being there for me. You Truly are part of our family here on House Pride Radio, thank and you. you're endeared to my heart. It's been a pleasure working with you and your talent. You. 
folks, we're going to go out with a another mix of a Turn It Up, her big smash from last and year. And that should be yours. <laughs> no. Yes, I did do a remix, Tweak It Turner Club mix, but I wanted good. to go out. It was good. Thank you, Phil. Very Coming good. from you, that's the. Coming, yeah, yeah. I don't, if I don't like it, I don't say anything, but it was Absolutely. good. Thank it was you. Good. Thank said, you, sir. My father used to say, if you can't say nothing nice, don't say nothing at all. Exactly. There you go. That's what my mom used to say. Well, let's go out with someone I actually, I I see as my mentor, because he really got me going in the business of remixing, and that's Leo, Leo Leo. Frappier. And he contributed an anthem mix, so let's go out with that. Once again, the legend herself, Kim Sims. Let's have a nice round of applause. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. We'll talk again soon. Here it is. Turn it up, Kim Sims. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. back god it's so amateur here sometimes but here we are at house of fried radio going along three years now dan yes <laughs> with what hmm hmm please don't yes i'm stoned. all right i thought so mm. <laughs> so we'll get to you when dan you see me perpetually just roll with it feel it love it you know you can i'm, I'm right here with you all right honey eat some more chocolates um, they're delicious <laughs> great right who should we start with phil we haven't seen you in forever well, you haven't seen me in forever. I know. I built a TARDIS. Anyone know what a TARDIS is? What is a TARDIS? It's a police it's a box trap. from oh. Doctor Who, and it travels oh. in time and space. You right, know right, 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 right. Totally. I actually have a real one in my garden. I built it. It took wow. me a year and a half. Are you a Doctor Who fan? I'm a huge, huge Doctor Who's Who. Who's your favorite Doctor Who? Uh, the one I grew up with, which was John Pertwee. Okay. 1972, 19. I'm ancient. I'm 51. Mm. So. Oh God, I'm 52. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. We're the same age. Um, so uh, he's who I grew up with. And when I was growing up, they had these police boxes every few blocks in, in the UK. A red one for the phone and then a blue one if you need an emergency because no one had a phone in England. Mm-hmm. They have that in Muni now. And, um, <laughs> and so I would n- knock on the door as a five-year-old thinking Doctor Who was in there. Other people would, you know, be... Um, throwing bricks at the windows, trying to break the windows. I'd be like, don't do that, Doctor Who's in there. Anyway, I finally built one, life-size, mm-hmm. true to the original. 
but it doesn't travel in time and space yet. I just well, pretend it does. Well, maybe, maybe by the end of the year. Maybe, yeah. What people may not know is this whole other side of Phil B. He <laughs> restores um, really I, nice things. Yeah, I love because DJing is. It's been thirty years this year. This, mm-hmm. this is my thirtieth year anniversary as a professional DJ. I started wow. in '88. And I love it more than I've ever loved it before. But I found that it's good to have a um, a balance of just having some hours where you're not listening to music and not in front of a computer in a studio mm-hmm. or on mm-hmm. tour. And so my hobby is restoring Art Deco things, and um, you know, just it's just a hobby really. And it turned into people like, can I buy that off you? And now it's like a second income. We like rebuilding stuff. Like I take um, old Art Deco clocks um, from like flea markets, restore them and sound like three or 400 bucks. Nice. I have one. They look brand new. He has one. What, and what style do I have? You have a 1928 Telecron. I can't remember the name of it now, but it's a very rare one. And it's, it, it took me six months to restore it. And it was, when he came over to pick it, I was thinking, yeah, I bet he picks that one. <laughs> and he did. Well, and it's, it was so it's gorgeous and it's, it's sitting right on my main. Like, yeah. Is um, there antiques? And they, yeah. I just do it as a hobby. And sometimes I just need to zone out, hang out with this woman called Joanna. Mm-hmm. You know who that is, right? Yes. Dan knows. Mary. Mary Joanna. <laughs> I know Mary quite and, well. And uh, I hang out with her sometimes. And, um, well, there's something about doing that and then getting in your little detail work. Yeah, because, you know, I have a little bit of ADHD and I can't sit still for more than mm. half an hour. But if I do that, I can. And then I just, uh, and it's the project, you take it, you take your time. And then, um, and it looks like it just came off the shelf in the 1930s and it works. Oh, nice. perfect. I love the alarm is quite oh, yeah. jolting oh, very loud oh, definitely you know uh, I spent many years in Texas and the, uh, all the fairgrounds are are, 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 are all art, art deco, deco. Really? can't say that yeah so it's beautiful to go to the state fair and walk around Where, Dallas Dallas what Texas is, in Dallas Texas there is a art deco um a uh, big huge building where they have the uh, the world's fair it's from mm-hmm. the world's fair yeah, and I've only ever seen it in Art Deco books. It's this iconic building. I finally got to DJ there two years ago. They had yeah. the Purple Party there. Wow. Okay, that would yeah, that, yeah. that there totally. And I couldn't believe I was DJing there, and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I went a day early and had the tour. Nice. And it's beautiful. Yeah, it's such a st- stunning building. Yeah. Yeah, I love Art Deco. So we have to hang yeah, out. Totally. Totally. So I've been doing that and uh, taking time off. It's good to take time off from social media, I find as well. Oh, yeah. Because I think Facebook can be very overwhelming and divisive. Negative. And negative. Um, it's not a good place to have discussions on politics. <laughs> it's not the right place at all. It just makes divide. It divides people. Because when you put it out there, full tit and minge, who you vote for, you cannot, without saving face, change your mind publicly no whereas if you keep that private it's very much easier to change your mind so i've been staying off facebook unless it's about my work me too is it you know and i think really that's what facebook's for it's not for having political discussions that's not going to change anyone's mind i like telling people the new movie i just saw or something like that something i mean like you know that. yeah keep it upbeat informative but the funny thing is if i take a month off from facebook mm-hmm. the the posts are you dead or are you in rehab well one <laughs> Um, the fact that you think I need to go to rehab, you can go fuck off. <laughs> and two, if I was dead, you didn't come to my funeral, so you can go still fuck off. There you go, double so, fuck off. Yes. So it's interesting if you're not on Facebook for two weeks, people think you're something bad. Happened. See, I don't, I don't have any dead time. I always, always have something else coming up next, so I just keep yeah. doing it. So, I call um, it a digital detox. 
like going off such Facebook for two weeks. For me, it's like a day. If I go like a whole day, <laughs> a whole day, <laughs> two weeks and by the, kill you. And by the end, because New Year's Day, I was I'm not going to get on the computer once today. Yeah. And I'd be sitting there watching a movie or something, and I'd look over, and the computer would just be sitting there going, "Hey, what's up? Things going on? People like things? What's going on? Did you promote today? And I think it depends when you're seeing a post because it comes up on your phone and everything. If you're in a an anxious situation in an airport or busy and you're already in that mood and then you see a post it might not be the right time to see that post I agree and so there's a time and a place for it so I've been staying off Facebook but I've been working I have a few projects um, been DJing a lot uh, have this gig in Atlanta called I was astonished that it took 20 years for someone to ask me to DJ a party called Slut I know, I'm surprised. That's so me. And I actually feel like my life is complete now that I'm doing this party. I'm sure you're throwing your whole self into it. There is actually a little snippet on that USB that I just brought you of the, of, uh, the opening that I'm going to play. It's the first night we're launching this party in Atlanta. And I'm going to open my night with this. And uh, you'll see it. It's, I think it's called... Um, I'm a slut, but if you want to play it sometime during the thing, let me stick it in the portal. Stick it in the hole. Make sure you get it in the right one. What did you send me? It's a whole USB. If you're slutty, it shouldn't really matter. And it's no in sl- it's in Fire Engine Red. And then what's it? It's a Jane Mansfield or I'm a slut. Yeah, well, one says Debbie Holiday. Oh, oh that's yes. because we that's are interviewing her that's not in just slut. 10 short minutes, Phil. Yeah, that's not the slut. <laughs> no, that's that's someone... You just... did a party with her recently. I did do a party with Debbie two weeks ago in Denver. We did New Year's Eve together. She's... You did New Year's Eve together. We... That's huge. It was amazing. And it was this big, huge venue, the size of an airport hangar called Exto. Um, it's, it's Denver's premier nightclub. They hired Debbie and said, who did you want to perform with you? And she said, I would love DJ Phil B because we work well together. And I got this wonderful call. I was going to take the night off. First night off in 29 years on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how could I turn down DJing with Debbie? She's so much fun, you know? Yeah. And so we hung out. We DJed together. And it was just really... Oh, she DJed or performed? Oh, I mean, I, I DJed. She performed. And oh, it was yeah. just lovely. Yeah. You know, we had nice a nice crowd. A good crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. New Year's Eve is very interesting it's everybody who doesn't go out they go out this go one out. night this oh, is yeah. the night did, did, she, did night. debbie sing old lang syne she didn't sing old lang syne i actually um she did the countdown and then i as my midnight song i played the most amazing mix of uh black box right on time which is really love oh, sensation that's a good, the interesting choice. Mm-hmm. and it had this beautiful acapella intro and it built like a skyscraper. Mm. And when it finally kicked, it, everyone screamed. And I thought, let's do something like that. We're in a club. Yeah, It's a little bit different. It's Loletta. Who doesn't love a little bit of Miss Holloway? Mm. Right? And so, yeah. Right on time. Is Black Box? It's Black Box, but it's actually Loletta Holloway singing, Not isn't Martha it? Not Martha Wash. It's, no, that isn't sure. No, I'm asking you because uh, Black Box. Black Box is Martha Wash saying some Black Box, but not all of them. But not all of them. But right on time is actually samples from Love Sensation by Loretta Holloway. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But the other Black Box songs are Martha Wash. Strike it, it gets up. confusing. Yeah, yeah. Poor girl. Yeah, I know, right? Those Italians. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. But um, but love me. I love it. One. I love your choice. This is what makes you one of the best circuit DJs and more. You're too kind. Of all time, folks. My brain of is all wired time. a bit differently. I try to do something different, but still fun. 
you know. All right. So on that note, I have Jane Baby MP3. You, if you play that, okay. that gives you a good idea of what this night in Atlanta is going to be like. Let's do that. And then we'll be back uh, with Dan. A little more of Dan's. We want to hear about your party. And then also sure. Debbie live on the phone from LA. It's just a 30-second intro of what people oh, can expect. Oh, okay. Here it goes. Hello. Yes, this is Jane Baby. Mm-hmm. You want what? A girl like me? <laughs> what do I want? I'm such a slut. That is how I'm going to open the night. I'd go. I love it. You could also build a whole club song around that too. <laughs> I know, and that's so. That's actually Jane Mansfield mm-hmm. from 1950. Oh, did you do that? Song oh, Dan, you time. knew that. Yeah, and it's a yeah, va voom kind of track, and it's. I love it. That's what it is. I think so. Yeah, and it has that little whoopee sound she makes. Yeah, and I put it through a processor. So as he's talking, apparently he's saying rude things to her, and she's like, "You want to do what?" And she's echoing to a girl like. Me and so I put it through this processor where she's getting all like what or something I don't know. Sorry, yeah. Mariska Haggerty, I didn't talk mean to talk about your mother like that. But um, and then I just found some EDM track that started out. I'm such a slut, but that's going to set the tone of the night. It's going to be very dirty. All right, girl, you're going to work it out. Oh yeah, I'm the perfect person for that gig. So just to reiterate, when is that and where and how do we get tickets? January the twentieth. Um, coming in, up in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it's this club has been there for 30 years. It's a staple, a, a, a legend, a legendary club. It's mm. a, a, in Atlanta. And um, it's a great place. It's good. They have, they have a great community there. They do. They really do. And well, because in the South, it's usually little places because everybody goes to them because they don't yes. live in the middle of nowhere. It's one of those places you know that it's always there. It's a mm-hmm. piece of furniture. But it's a, a good time. And yeah. Heritage, the owners are wonderful. The community is wonderful. People are... Southern hospitality, as as we know with Kim, you know she has that. She exudes that. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, tickets at, at Heretic Atlanta, or yeah, I think is what the dot com, and uh, tickets been. You can get tickets. It's the first premiere night, but we're taking it on the road. They're doing it once a month, and we're taking it on the road on tour. All oh, right, nice. you'll be busy for a while. I know. Well, at least once a month, you'll be traveling. Everywhere we go, it will be called slut. There yeah. you go. Yes. If we take it to England, it will be called slag. Is that the same? Which is English for slut. Yeah. Oh, you slag. I'm learning so much tonight. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now, closer to home, we have a a show right here in the city that folks can go to once a month on Thursdays. Second Thursdays of the month. We've changed this year. We started off first Thursdays. Now we're second Thursdays at the stud from 7 to 10 p.m. You have such a... I love your voice. Love it's, love you project so well. Right. His I got a voice. big voice. His voice is I'm, the penultimate radio voice. I'm the voice that uh, the room goes silent and I say something awful. And it echoes <laughs> through the room. That's that's me. I'm the one that can't be quiet and the person overhears it. But yes, that also helps when I host a show. Because mm-hmm. you just have to take control and just do it. But yes, we have Puff. It's a queer marijuana drag spectacular. And uh, yes. of course, you know, the, the laws have changed. So we're all very excited to have uh, legal weed. Unfortunately, now I can't give it to you. 
So what can you explain? Because I'm a very it's very convoluted with this. It's extremely convoluted. What's going on? What are they trying to do in Washington? Is it Jeff Sessions? Well, what basically from what I've heard about that is that they've just taken away that Obama era rule that said basically we're going to leave you alone. And according to Jeff Sessions, it's now up to each individual state. And then at the same time, the guy that was in the office for marijuana or something here in California stepped down the next day or something like that. So I don't know what was going on there. And nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. That's all that's really happened. And there's been nothing else. Uh, But then, of course, here in in California, you know, for years, you've had this lovely uh, world that the uh, medical marijuana people with Mm -hmm. compassion and giving Mm -hmm. and sharing and kumbaya, all that stuff. Well, you know, commerce didn't talk that way. So when you brought Prop 64 in, all of a sudden, boom, here comes commerce. And it's Mm -hmm. and and so they're having to pull one one form of government with weed and put another one in. Mm -hmm. And so right now, everything is just everything's all meshed together and not working yet and it's so going to take a while. The, the medical marijuana side where you need to get a letter from a doctor to get your card, mm-hmm. that's going away? Not necessarily, no. That's stay. a separate okay. thing. You still have that as medicine. Mm-hmm. It'll be harder to, att- supposedly harder to attain that. You can't just go to any place like a record store and see a doctor and get your card. You have to yeah. actually get a real medical license. So all, this, medical po- all of this political stuff is for another Sorry, show, girl. Okay. We'll talk I want to talk about, mar- talk about marijuana Mary performance and drag and fun this is an amazing concept by the way I'm thank you just, I'm i love it with this. well um so anyway i started thinking well if i can't give away actual weed product away because it's now illegal because now it's rec weed and we can't give away samples okay so instead we're giving away a of over 500 dollars worth of uh, glassware including a bong and two penis shaped glass pipes oh fabulous How do I get one of them Come to the show <laughs> Thursday night at Puff. It's, Come by your. It's actually this coming. This the, it's Thursday, coming tomorrow. tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. We'll be doing that. And, um, and are you stoned now? Are you getting ready? I'm always stoned. Oh, okay, girl. In one way or another. <laughs> is Mary Wanda performing tomorrow? Yes, she is. Are you hold uh, she, together. She's high on life, Thank by you. the way. She she's a former co-host here. Had, yes. Remember. Do you remember? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. No, hey, Mary Wanda. Yeah. I Come have the list. If you want to hear the queens that are performing, yes, please. Ferocious titties. Mother, Mother Chucka, Scarlet Letters, Ruby Blue Gender Bender, Tawdry Hepburn, Marijuana, Donna Persona, Brandylicious, Portia Gesa, Gemini, and Dolph the Patriarch. What a loco batch of fun. Thank you. I like the kooky drag queens. I like this one of the yeah, things I like. Is that, I like is that why you invited fun. me? Sorry, I can't make it this oh, You're, you're going to come? I'm, I, we we're negotiating. We'll get yes, you in there sometime. I want you to bring that tomorrow? spaceship. Not tomorrow, but soon. We Very can soon. kidnap you. <laughs> Abduction. <clears throat> no, we'll get her there eventually. But, uh, you will. I just, uh, yeah. So yeah. So it's you know it's five bucks to get in, five to ten dollars. It's at the world famous stud. It's stud. It's a fun party. We get Love people of all. I mean, we get all kinds of people. I mean, it's really a great mix of people. Many of the people that have been coming in say it reminds them of the way the early the parties were in the nineties. What time should folks uh, show up? Yeah. Well, seven o'clock. The doors open for your meet and greet, hangout. Uh, I believe Ta- Dolph the Patriarch is bringing some kind of. Uh, uh, virtual reality thing to, for people to play with before the show. What is your theme song? Uh, 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 join Our Club by San Etienne. Oh. oh. So, um, you know, I was thinking in case you didn't have a theme song, I was here's here was one of my thoughts here. Okay. That you would know. do too. 
Who was that? Uh, Leonard Skinner. Ooh, oh, that's oh, more Southern Fried Rock. Yeah. You know me. I'm much more Saint Etienne. I love Saint Etienne. Yeah, Your Kids of Rock. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my gosh. That's one of my. The very first time I ever came to San Francisco, I took a $300 flight to go see a $13 concert at Slim's. But that was Saint so Etienne. Oh my, it was they're worth every so penny of it. Are you kidding me? They weren't going to come to Dallas. They're coming here though. Or was they, they were here been, two months ago. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, I just passed that joint. I'm sorry. Excuse and, me. I know. <laughs> That's the smoke. Got to get off, girl. And then also, I have another show on Saturday at Oasis, which oh, is, is the return to the stage. Two? No, it oh. is Bambi Lake, the legendary trans uh, punk rock pioneer poetress junkie uh, 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 Chantouse. Uh, yes, we did a show Chantouse. with her in our last October, and it was a big sellout. At our, and so she is back this Saturday night at seven o'clock. Doors open at six with support from Maria Connor of Under the Golden Gate, yes. and also uh, Natasha hey, Muse, a trans comedian who oh, is yes, beyond funny, one of the most funny and inventive people I've ever met. Very so, relevant. Uh, those are the you know, and of course Bambi will be singing her classic uh, movie uh, a song that she wrote uh, called uh, The Golden Age of Hustlers. What time is showtime? Uh, the show will be at seven. We'll be out there by like nine, nine thirty. Right afterwards, Mother's starts with kimchi. Uh, yes. So, so folks, just go to Oasis. To Oasis, twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm a, and. Just to add on, I just became the event coordinator for the brand new Cafe Floor, which is rebranding itself as a performance venue in the Again, cafe. finally. So, so I'm busy. All right. So we've got to call Debbie Holiday. Yes. Uh, Dan, great. We'll talk more. I know. I'm throwing it all Dan's in hanging with us all night, folks. Uh, so just in case you I needed an, another song, I thought maybe this one would, would work for your, your show. Hold on a second. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're right back with Debbie Holiday. Puff the Magic Jag- Dragon for Debbie. I hope you not. were so lost in your com- conversation. Yes, it was your alternative. Yes, with the disco beat, Peter Paul and Mary. Wow. Yeah, just to, just so you know, Debbie, that wasn't played for you. That was an interesting segue to me. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> that was <clears throat> that's my fault. I'm so sorry. I'm losing my voice. That's Eliza Minnelli's song, Losing My Voice, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, no, my Losing mind. My mind. mind. Losing My Mind. Yeah, same thing. Losing um, so My Mind, yeah. Miss Holla Day. Do you recognize Hi, my baby. voice? <laughs> I, of course I of course I'd recognize your voice, darling. How would I not recognize yours? <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for the last few days. Right, and we spent the night together. 
on, on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that. Our sordid night together in Denver. Oh, my God. What a great way to usher in 2018, Debbie. This is Tweeka, by the way, and I want to quickly introduce you to DJ Dank. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, DJ Dank? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. But, hey, 2018 with Phil B, does it get much better? Uh, (laughs) Oh, she's over me. (laughs) We had such a, I'm so not over you. I will never be over you, my lover. Um, (laughs) We had a blast. You can't not, it's impossible to not have a good time with Phil. Oh. Yeah. Likewise. Merci. Miss Debbie Holiday, welcome back to House of Pride. It's been a pretty minute since you've last been on. When were you last on? Yeah. When were you last on? I think maybe a year and a half, a couple years ago, somewhere in there. Although I have to say, time is very bizarre to me right now. I like, um, I'm going back to Puerto Vallarta to perform in February, and I was there last February, and literally I was just thinking, oh, it was a few months ago, and it's already been almost a year, so... Time is just moving way too quickly right now. It, absolutely. I think when you're on track and you're doing what you love, time goes real fast. It does. Agreed. That's what Agreed. Debbie was saying. You're just so busy. It's project after project. Before you know it, the year is gone, right? Mm-hmm. Just gone. Just gone. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining. I've been, been blessed and happy and all those things. But, yeah, it, it could slow down just a little bit. <laughs> Maybe it will when you're in Puerto Vallarta. That would be nice. <laughs> So, Debbie, I'm I'm super excited about um, hearing where you're at with Free to Be. You've been working on that for some time. Forty-seven years in the making. Yes, yes. No, um, three years it took to make this sick, mm-hmm. silly record. Almost four, um, and it's finally out and done. And I'm just now starting to work all the different angles because it's such a you know a hodgepodge of musical styles. It's half rock and half dance. And I love so many different kinds of rock from, you know, David Bowie to, you know, uh, Bed Midler, <laughs> you know, from, from ACDC to Zeppelin to Prince to so. And then the dance side, same thing. There's so many different kinds and genres of dance music that, um, yeah, it's a bit, we'll call it eclectic. It's very eclectic. Well, it kind of reflects your uh, career. Uh, didn't you start out with some hard rock bands? I, I'm still playing hard rock, yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I, I was signed to uh, Warner Brothers, to Irving Azoff's label, and it was a, a heavy rock and roll band. Um, and uh, they sent me to Nashville and tried to de-rockify me. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. Tell us a little bit about your uh, collaboration with Badlands back in the day. Oh, my God. That was, uh, like, can I remember those 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 um, Jack Daniels-filled days of my life. Um, I, I basically was just hanging out a lot on Sunset Strip and performing, not, you know, working on Sunset, um, performing songs, music, um, with a lot of heavier bands and fell into some friendships that I got a phone call one day and they asked me to come down and sing some songs, and I did, and I joined the band for a while. It was fantastic. It was amazing. Awesome, and yeah. those some of the members were from Black Sabbath, former members, and of wow. course, yeah. course Jake Lee, uh, wow. Jake E. Lee, Black Sabbath, Jake wow. E. Lee, yeah, and so, he was yeah. from Ozzy Osbourne's band, I believe. It was a great experience, and and you know, and I was 
uh, with Lita Ford for a while, toured with her. We opened for Kiss. Um, and then after that, a stint with Rod Stewart. And so, yeah, I've, I've had some, some rock and roll in my background and in my presence. <laughs> I sent I sent Tweaker the Rod Stewart clips and because uh, you were back you were backing um, for Rod you went on tour with him didn't you? Yeah, and luckily I got the tour that had all the TV shows, so and we did a lot of TV shows. We were hubbed in New York. It was dreadfully fun. It was so fun and so easy. I got a little spoiled. I didn't want to leave, but my label made me come home. But you were the, <laughs> you're on a Rosie O'Donnell show performing with Rod. You, there's a, you're on Letterman the, tonight with Letterman, we, uh, late night with Letterman. We did Letterman. Um, yeah, it, we did Good Good Morning America. It was a blast. And you have you, you have your inspira- one one of your big inspirations is is uh, Bowie. And you told me something just recently, which was just amazing uh, about the bass. Was it the bass player? The bass player. Yeah, Bowie is absolutely my one hundred percent favorite artist of all time and um, when I was touring with Rod Stewart the uh, music director at the time was um, Carmine Rojas and who was a longtime uh, bassist for Bowie um, the entire Let's Dance record and a little pre that a little bit after that um, and uh, I ran into him about two years ago um, I do this thing in LA called the ultimate jam night every Tuesday at the mm-hmm. whiskey at GoGo, And, um, it's just a bunch of amazing musicians that get together and perform often having never met and have never rehearsed and just walk up on the stage and perform songs. It's pretty crazy. Um, anyway, ran into him there and we wanted to work together. And as it turns out, I did a remake of my dad's hit, put a little love in your heart. Yes, and, a classic you know, if ever a, there was one. My father wrote that. Yeah, Thank Jimmy you. Holiday folks wrote that evergreen, Put a Little Love in Your Heart, right. recorded by many artists, right, Debbie? Maybe the well, the I, one I, that charted the highest was from Del Shannon, is that correct? Uh, Jackie, well, Jackie Del Shannon, yeah. And there's and, an Annie Lennox and Al Green it, But it's, it's literally mm-hmm. been recorded by everyone from... Yeah. Everyone and know. their mother. But they always, do it, they always do it the same... Um, the same way, very true to the original, don't they? Yeah, Dolly Parton's version is amazing, but it's definitely very major chord, very pretty, mm-hmm. and it, you know, it's a song about you know not screwing each other over for a change and being good people. So I understand it being in a major key, mm-hmm. and you know, being a happy song. But I wanted to fuck it up, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> and you did, girl, right up the yin yang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a lot of help. Um, singer-songwriter, I've been working with Derek Day, um, who just got back off tour with Living Color and having a great year. Um, I, I, I said, I want to do it. I want to do something different. And he said, well, I have this riff. I've got this riff I've been hanging on to. You want to hear it? The moment he played it, I knew it was it. And That's I just sort of messed up where it went, <laughs> where the vocals went, and we made it very minor. And then got Carmine Rojas to play bass, and my my drummer, my longtime drummer. Um, uh, so it's I'm, I'm I'm pretty happy that we got to do this and and make such a different vibe. And so that's now I think as a producer, it's one of the hardest things to do is to deconstruct a song that's established, has history. And it is so well known. It's hard to deconstruct it and put it back together with different phrasing and different riffs and a different key even. And 
it's very rarely done very successfully, but you managed to pull, you managed to excel and go above and beyond. What? Thank you. You changed it to a minor key, right? Yes. Well, it goes minor major. It goes minor back major. And yeah, and I, we everything on put a loving heart is like think of your fellow man. It's push, 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 push. Ha ha. There's no way to be anything but happy. <laughs> to be happy when you sing that um so we put it on the back and made it sexier and swampier and put the phrasing all on the back so yeah it got it got a little sexy it's um it's, it's that one all right well why don't why don't, don't we uh that? we're allowed to oh. play that right debbie <laughs> can we play a little sample yes, for it all right yeah. folks it's an exclusive <laughs> it is and you know if anyone's going to change up a classic like that it should be the daughter of the writer well she <laughs> yeah. she did she yeah, took something from her father and did it and just elevated it and put her stamp on it. Well, let's check it out, folks. Here it is. Put a little love in your heart, Debbie Holiday. Don't go away, Debbie. I There you have an exclusive right here on House of Pride Radio. Put a little love in your heart. The Debbie Holiday version. I love it. Phil. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. It's, a, it's twisted. But the message is still there, but there is a d- total different delivery of the message. Would you say that, Debbie? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And that was, uh, again, it's been, I actually accepted an award from my dad years ago that um, she's passed away. It was, it's one of the, Top 100 songs performed by other artists, recorded by other artists. So there's so many different versions. Um, everything from, you know, like I said, Dolly Parton and Sonny and Cher to like the punk band, the Circle Jerks. Across <laughs> so, <laughs> the board. Um, but but nothing nothing sexy, nothing swampy. So yeah, I'm 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 very pleased, and I'm I had a very tumultuous relationship with my father, so it's definitely a cathartic kind of experience singing his song all the time now too so it's a good thing it's a good thing it, this, this, this thing. has helped you with that would you say it's helped you or just maybe come to terms with stuff 
like you know absolutely and i've been singing a different version a a softer prettier acoustic version at a Mm -hmm. lot of my shows and i think i told you this recently that i i performed it at uh, new orleans pride a couple years ago and it was right after the orlando shootings and i stepped off the stage i'm not going to cry stepped off the stage into this audience of like every possible mixture of humanity and we all sang it together and I, I definitely felt the happy part of my father's spirit during that moment. So yeah, it's been it's been a, a really great trip um, singing his song. I'm well, honored to sing it. When did your dad pass, if you don't mind me asking? It was oh my god, I wish I would know the actual year. It was in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. When, some yeah. time ago. Yeah. When you sang that song in Cancun, Debbie <laughs> It was the first time I even knew about this story, the first time hearing about this story, and I sat front row, and you sang it, and the the raw emotion, and there were tears rolling down your face, and I think half of us in the audience started crying, and but it was like, how do I, the analogy is like, the, you don't really see people sing with that much raw emotion, maybe Joe Cocker, or you know someone like that, and you really, really meant every word. It was a performance because they were real tears. Oh, definitely. And, and and singing is that way for me in general. And I think that might have been one of the first times I did it live. So it was, you know. I think it, it was because the rehearsals, I, we were going through the piano and you were wanting yeah, to, sli- he it, wanted to it speed it up be- and you wanted to keep it slow. Ooh, tension. <laughs> I would like to segue into this other side of you, this dance diva career that you started around 2004 and c- continue this day because uh, some of the folks you work with, remixes and producers, are f- people that live here in the Bay Area and that I know. And it's super exciting, some of this music. You've worked with Dirty Disco in Houston and Phil, done, you've done stuff together, Tony Moran. How does one go from rock to dance? Pretty naturally, actually. My um, manager at the time, who's since passed away, Andrew Briskin, I love you, Drew, um, was listening to some of my music. And he heard Dive and said, this should be a dance remix. And I said, I dance a huh, what? <laughs> a what? There should be a what in there? What, what, what? what, huh? Uh, I said, yeah, should be a dancer mix. And I know the guy should do it, Chris Cox. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, <laughs> different language. And, <laughs> and, and he, true story, he was drunk one night, did not know Chris. He just found an email, sent him the song. Chris responded the next morning. I remember Drew calling me from the car wash saying, he responded to my email. I was so (laughs) drunk. I don't even remember sending it. (laughs) (laughs) Next thing I knew, I was starting my own label and I put out Dive and had Chris Cox and Scotty K and some really great, amazing remixers and a lot of love from uh, Andrew Briskin and the community. and, And I started touring with it and, um, I've been doing it since, like you said, since 2004, and it's been such a blast. And I, I definitely have both Del Shores and Levi Christ to thank for that, because they sort of introduced me to um, uh, uh, not only the dance market, but Levi introduced me to both Andrew and Del Shores. So 
You should t- you should t- um, you should tell Tweeka who Dell Shores is a very fam- a very very renowned person in our community. Dell Shores is to me family, but he is known as um, as known for Sorted Lives uh, is probably his biggest undertaking. It's just he just came out with Sorted Lives, the movie, the the wedding. Um, he's he's a brilliant playwright, author, comic. Um, and advocate for poor rights. Definitely. So I, I love the man dearly. He's an icon to me. <laughs> He's an icon in the gay community for well, sordid lives. I can actually <laughs> tell you this one thing. I worked in film in Dallas, Texas, for many years. First movie I worked on when I graduated from the University of North Texas was a movie called Daddy's Dying, Who's Got the Will? And He's that was written by Del Shores. Yeah. yeah. When he was, right. well, he had a wife at that time who was pregnant. Uh, and I got along really well with her. Uh, but yeah, so I know Del pretty well. It's so funny, small world, when you it said that. Because you said Del Shores. I'm like, Del Shores. Wait a yeah. minute. I, I yeah. know him. DJ Dang immediately nodded like, so I was like, oh, he knows who he is. Yeah, but totally. No, I didn't yeah. until you told me. Del Shores. And the way I met Del, Levi Christ, I was, did a show with Levi Christ, the Tony winner. I can call him Tony winner. My friend, Tony winner now. I've known him for years. <laughs> He's a lovely You know, guy. my friend, the Tony winner, whatever. Uh, uh, he literally almost at, made Del stay. Uh, it sounds so much better when Del tells his story because he has that great Southern accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made him stay at a show, and Del came up to me and said, I have a role for you. And I said, I'm not an actress. And Del said, oh, honey, yes, you are. <laughs> 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 oh, he had your number. I love it. He sounds fabulous. <laughs> now, while we're in the state of Texas, uh, everyone, Dirty Disco is based in Houston, and they produced your their label released your last couple of hits, I believe, Lift, and is that all there was am i correct or am i wrong on that three 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 releases with them now yes and i i love them dearly yes 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 um we did was that all it was lift and my god what was the other one we did if mark is listening he's going to be like you idiot you know the other one <laughs> was that um, what it was? we're gonna what well, we're we're actually interviewing um dj michael k who you know from the eagle debbie uh next yes uh, i'll yes, ask him yes yes, yes. yeah but, you have, um, have to say about I, Debbie. Go ahead, Phil. Your lift yes. track, your lift track. I will never ever forget when, after about six months of the, I did the remix, you one day called me and said, "Why did you call your remix of my track Lift Philby's Buena Vista Park 12-inch remix?" Ooh. Yes. Why did? Why would you why name would something you call that? The BB and then I said to Debbie, <laughs> "I can't tell you." And she said, "Is it something naughty?" And I said, yes, it is. I've seen a picture. No. <laughs> I've just heard the rumors, that's all. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, go on, didn't mean to interrupt. Everything you do, darling, is naughty. You're just a naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> but uh, yes, Dirty Disco, what a fabulous label uh, working it out. And now Lyft was a big hit and is all that there was, was a hit. Again, using, Phil, you were on that. Yeah, I did a, the, the Buena Vista Park 12-inch, big, huge vocal and uh, yeah, and then Never Give Up. We did Never Give Up together, which is a track I went to debut with. Both of those went to number five. I am the queen of number five. I have yet to have a number one, and I want this year is going to change that. I've had the queen of number, number five. five. <laughs> You're the, like the three. Susan Lucci of the... Of the I am the Susan Lucci of Dance World. <laughs> yes, you're the keeper of the f- number five position on no, Billboard Top Ten. We're going to change that, girl. We're going to change that. <laughs> She's shooting for the, the number one position this year in 2018. And I've had 
I've had 12 in the top 20. That's and huge. No that, what it, it is kind of huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm a lucky guy. I am. I keep, I keep, not only do, have I worked with amazing um, um, artists in the sense of talent, but just really good people who, uh, who watch my back and who um, work well and work together. And I, I'm, I feel super crazy blessed, especially with everything that's happening in the world right now. I, I, I just remind myself, like, I keep running into people like you, Philby. <laughs> you know, I get to work with people like you that are um, supportive and uplifting. And um, that's, if, if I do nothing else in life, that's what I want to do. What I want to give to my music is a place for people to, to feel not alone. It's a, it's a one thing it's, left in this world that brings people together, isn't it? Music. It really is. It is, really is. It's it, whether it's an up tempo dance music. I, I can't tell you the, the some of the the biggest smiles in my life has been receiving an email or a Facebook inbox message from someone saying, you know what, I had another two miles to go, and joyful sound came on, and I made it. Affecting someone's life and giving them a push to continue is, is I, it's like the greatest gift uh, a musician could ask for. Or if it's, you know, one of my ballads or something that's uh, more intense, someone saying, listen, I felt I lost my husband recently and your song made me feel like I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's the most connection you can imagine with such a large population. So I'm... Um, Absolutely. Kim's Kim said yeah. a similar thing. Yeah, oh, we, right. Um, hey, um, Debbie, can you have been this exclusive of uh, some of the producers you you may or may not be working with this year in 2018? You know, I, I, am, I am a fan of definitely staying loyal to a lot of the people that um, I definitely want to work with Scotty K again um, because he's been on pretty much everything. Um, and Phil B and I were just discussing our plan of attack today. Um, I know I'm doing, I have something in the works that's uh, probably going to be out in April, I think, March or April, uh, with Dirty Disco. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's already done, and and we're mixing and and, uh, putting out different, uh, getting the different mixes together. And then I'm definitely doing a couple of my own on my own label, and I'm I'm gonna be reaching out to a a few new people, and I haven't decided yet, so I'm not gonna say. How about that? Well, it's exciting because there's new music coming from Debbie Holiday, folks. Um, now, people listening to us here on House of Pride Radio can uh, follow you by going to your webpage. Is that right? Yes, DebbieHoliday.com. But the, the, the easiest way is to go to Facebook um, because I'm much more active on that. It's not run by somebody else. So just my Facebook is Debbie Holiday. Uh, all right shout out to facebook today is a popular <laughs> yeah. app everyone's mentioning we're, it we were loving it and trashing it and we're talking about a digital detox because we're addicted to it well we have to have a digital detox but i i gotta say i mean just today uh by the way tweaka mc2 says hi oh hey we had him on recently he last time we had him on i think it was two weeks ago he mentioned your we dropped your name because he you know he's one of the major djs here in san francisco he plays at oasis a big venue and he he's like totally into your music and still spins it there so hey mc love you awesome (laughs) (laughs) and the way i connected with him was on facebook so there you go that was yeah yeah so um 
Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse. It's fantastic to be able to reach out to people and stay connected. But sometimes I wake up and there are 40 messages in the inbox and it's like, I'm just going to go back to bed for a while. <laughs> you can get trapped on there. You need more rest to deal with you the, the messages. <laughs> easily. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and, it's uh, either more coffee or more wine, mm. one of the two. <laughs> hey, how are you holding up down there in LA? Were you affected by any of the uh, mudslides? So, uh, not a thing. I'm where I'm in Los Feliz, which is just far enough away from the mountain. Um, but God, I have so many friends who have. I uh, so many really good friends who not just Los Angeles, but also all the way up to, you know, northern um, Northern California and Santa Barbara and uh, Glen Glen Ellen. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to have been okay. Oh and yeah. I'm happy I'm to hear. Amazed, that. amazed by what both the firefighters and the rescue people have been able to do. It's, um, it's been a tough few months. So Debbie holiday is safe. Everyone. Thank goodness. Um, we didn't want to send that storm down to you, Debbie. We <laughs> had no choice. It just made its way down there. We needed a little bit of rain, but we talked about this. We needed some, but we, I, as soon as I saw them, I'm like, okay, thank you, but not. I knew it the didn't stop. Were coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, listen, why don't we go out with um, a filthy remix of one of your songs, Debbie, from producer Tony Moran? Yeah, it's great, gr- a great track. <laughs> this is yeah, called oh, I please. Like You, and isn't that a remake in itself? Mention- yeah. A, I wanted to mention oh. that I will be at uh, in Palm Springs, one of my favorite venues, February 10th. Come see me, Californians. Um, fly in. Where to, will you uh, be performing in Palm Springs? The Purple Room in Palm Springs. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. And that's February the what? February 10th. Okay, so just before Valentine, Valentine's Day, right? Yeah. yeah. This a, sounds like a hot venue. event, Phil. Yeah, that would be a nice <laughs> somewhere to take your partner. Somewhere to, to go. Springs, the Purple Room. See the Purple Room. That's very romantic. And the lovely romantic Debbie Holiday. Yes, that's it's a hot so ticket. She can put a little love in your heart. <laughs> yes, she can. We all can. And she will. We're mm-hmm. trying. Um <laughs> What are we going to play? I like you. I was going to play I like you, uh, which is Tony Moran's label or produced by Tony Moran. And it's your it's your remix, the Phil. Master mix? Yeah, the Master Blaster mix. Yeah. And if, Let so we mesmerize each other. Is there anything you'd like to say about working with Tony and on that project? I like you, Debbie. Uh, Tony is is just sheer talent. He's he um his his energy is um nonstop. And I learn something every time I'm with him. He's just, he's, he's really incredibly talented. And he's my friend. And I adore him. All right. And another massive dance hit on Billboard Club. Folks, here it is. Tony Moran, Debbie Holiday, Phil B. Remix, I Like You. Debbie, thank you. We love you. We love you. <laughs> here it goes.
All right, that's a Phil B. You can tell it's a Phil B mix because it's always that like kind of banging. Yeah, it, some serious shit going down. <laughs> I want you to feel me. Yeah, we did. Um, hey, you were just saying that's a uh, the original is from Phyllis. So the original is Phyllis um, Phyllis uh, Nelson, I think, not Phyllis Hyman. Phyllis Nelson. It's like mm. 1985 or something. Um, and when she sang that line, Phyllis Nelson, that let us mesmerize each other, it was just a line in one of the uh, the bridge or the verses. But the way Debbie sang it, she sang it like that was the title of the song. And so I wanted to make that like the, the star because you sang it with such just heart. You know? So it was her idea to, to take De that. De Debbie sang mm -hmm. it like that. I don't know if it was I Debbie or it. Tony, but you, the way Debbie sang it, she just put some guts into it. And so the, we made that the uh, the beef of it. Yeah. But it's mesmerizing such, and it's such a, you know, it's a tongue twister and it feels good to sing it. So, yeah. yeah I know. <laughs> Let us mesmerize each other. It. Say that a hundred times. <laughs> 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 I think it's good for the neck muscles. Like, let us mesmerize each other. <laughs> and it is, it, it is a great when you loop it and loop it and loop it and put some big drums. It messes with your head on the dance floor, and it's that's what makes it playable at three or four in the morning. So she reaches an audience that she doesn't normally reach sometimes by doing it like that. It's, it's mesmerizing. It huh, is. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yes. You guys definitely need to keep working together. <laughs> we are so we are. I just feel like I, I don't know. I just like see an opportunity or an opening, and then we usually finish each, finish each other's sentences. It's kind of freaky. Oh, it's horrible. We 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 talked for what two hours yesterday. We I, and, two and hours. I literally, I got on the phone saying, you know what? I got five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> and two hours later. Yeah, we have like 100 plans in the works and all these projects. <laughs> we have 15 things happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's good. They, they usually all come to fruition. It may take time, but we plant the seed. And then when the timing is right, we're like, do you remember we you spoke about that? And we usually end up doing it at the right moment. Yeah, and I think we also help. And that's the great thing about uh, musical friendships is you can... You know, even if it's something that you go off to do with someone else or you give me an idea, you help each other and yeah. help each other create. I've never, there's, there seems to be something prevalent, far too prevalent right now where there's this, and I, I will blame, I'm going to say it, I will blame competition television um, mm. where musicians and singers and dancers and artists are all pitted against one another. And though it may be fun for the audience, I don't really believe that's how it's supposed to be. No, We're supposed to lift each other up and help each other and say, hey, mm -hmm. hey, I can't do this gig. You can do it. Or I have this gig. Want to do it with me? You know, yeah. instead of it being about competition and I can step on you or I can get to this faster, if we lift each other up, it's a hell of a lot more fun that way. And the journey is not so lonely. Yeah. Amen. I agree. Yeah, amen. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Debbie, you're like family now. <clears throat> I said the same thing to Kim Sims, but we would love to have you back um, as soon as you would like, really. Um, was, we had two legends. We, two I mean, I'll call, I'll, two I'll legends. Call you guys tomorrow. Okay, yes, call us tomorrow. <laughs> we'll definitely want to hear about your um, Palm Springs success yes. uh, after that. Yes. And okay. uh, of course, of course, you're free to be a uh, huge project. They, this is a passion of life for you. I can't wait. Double album. Double album, yes. Yep. Double 26, 26, 26 tracks, is it, Debbie? 26 songs. 
Yes. <laughs> and it's all good. All of it is good. So, well, tonight we Thank talked you. about Put a Little Love in Your Heart. Next time, let's talk about another track. We could do that. Yes. If you'd Absolutely. like. Yes. We've, we've got 26 more, tra- 25 more tracks to talk about. <laughs> so at least 25 more visits here on House of Pride Radio. Debbie, I'm, I'm going to let you go. We're going to call and talk about you more over in Houston. I'm, I'll be calling DJ Michael K right now, and he has, I'm love sure, him. a lot of love to give you as well. <laughs> Likewise to him. Great big hugs all the way around. Awesome. And back at you. Everyone say goodbye to the legend herself, Miss Debbie Holiday. Goodbye. It was lovely. Adore the pants off you, darling. <laughs> Adore your pants uh, mostly on. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Miss Kensington. Hugs <laughs> 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 all. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <clears throat> Take it away, Phil, for a minute while I Take what myself. away? Take the mic away? <laughs> Yes, take the mic away. Who are we calling? We're calling Houston in real time. We used to have the 1978 phone where you could actually hear the dialing. It was so exciting. Beep, 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 beep. beep. Houston, we have a problem. No, we Mm. don't have a problem. Somebody switched it out for a modern phone. But that's good, though. The other one was very crackly, wasn't it? It was, but it kind of added that rustic chic. <laughs> if you say so, Michael, if that's like the spin that's you want to put on it, you're going to interpret it. I know you almost got away with it, but yeah. not quite. Falling apart. Did you bloody get voicemail? Oh, it's he has a fancy thing where oh. there's like a stopgap before actually getting to him. Oh yeah, his assistant. Yeah. Hello, Michael. Him. Hold on, putting you on live. It's Tweaker. Hello. You just hung up on. You just hung up on Houston. We do have a problem. Houston, there is a problem. Are you there, Michael? Good. Hold on a second. We're trying to get you like through the. We're trying to verse the polarities to get you on the actual radio. All right. Can you hear us? Say something, Michael, from Houston. I can definitely hear you. Perfect, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Up. We're so happy to have him. For actually, for the first time, Phil and Dan, uh, DJ Michael K. He is a uh, resident DJ at the Eagle, Eagle in Houston. Is that correct? Well, I, I was for the past four years, but I just recently moved to Columbus, Ohio, to start a new adventure here. So, but oh. I am still in contact with my Eagle family there, and talk with JD and Mark from D- Dirty Disco uh, all the time. I miss them dearly. Oh, so you had a quite a long residency there, and you've moved to Ohio. Are you DJing in Ohio? In Columbus. In Columbus? Not currently. I'm actually checking out the music scene. I just moved here a couple months ago, and uh, I was the resident DJ for um, for Mark at the Eagle in Houston for the past four years on Friday night, and it was uh, one of the best gigs I've had. It was a great atmosphere. They uh, they do a great job there. It was a lot of fun working with that team. Well, Debbie Holiday sends her love. We just got off the phone with her, and I, I know she had visited you guys over there. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, she was, um, Mark, you know, the, the Eagle doesn't really have a place to have performers down, but we were able to set up a small stage area next to the booth. And she came down, um, boy, it was probably about a year ago, to uh, promote some of the singles, and she did three or four numbers there and just was so gracious and had such a great time with the crowd. Uh, it was the first time that I have been able to actually meet her, but I've been a fan of hers for for many years. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was it was a great time seeing her there, and I just got done hearing her talking with you, uh, the interview. I was listening to Kim Sims as well, so it's been a, a, a great evening so far. 
Awesome. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, uh, with the program. Sometimes I feel only like nobody is listening, but we are, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at a picture of you. What a handsome man. Are you into oh, leather? Well, <laughs> um, you know, I am open to pretty much anything. Uh, not necessarily the leather scene, but the Eagle definitely had a leather crowd there, so a lot of fun. Any, um, into anything that's uh, is, that, oh, is that is that versatile. Code, is that code for slot? No, is that code for slot? <laughs> See, excuse, well, oh, know, my we, husband might. We have to introduce the other in studio tonight. guest, Michael. I'm sorry, this Phil B. You may know I each other. I felt so left out that I wasn't introduced. <laughs> DJ to Phil B. and uh, DJ Dank. Hey, how's it going? My in studio DJs. Good to meet you guys. Thank you so much for having me. I've met Michael though. I he's have you? familiar. Yeah, and I don't mean in the biblical sense. We didn't have did you did you meet in the back room no no but you do look really familiar michael i you know i have been following you for your i'm not sure if we met but our paths may have crossed you know the club seems pretty huge and i have been out to san francisco before yeah. Well, I just love having all these like celebrity DJs on House of Pride Radio. Oh, Thank you all for coming by. We're just slags, really. <laughs> well, Phil's stuck in the slut world because his next show is entitled Slut, and it, it, it's it's shaping up to be a real big show. You're not going to believe this, Michael. I just got asked to DJ a party in Atlanta, and it's called Slut. And if anyone knows it- Phil, it's very... I can't, and I'm, I can't believe it took 20-something years for them to ask me to do a party like that. And I actually feel like my life is complete now that I'm doing it. <laughs> when is that Now you can happy? retire. Now I can retire. Very happy. <laughs> You've done it all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so the ego, I, I can, when I think of it, I'm, I'm wondering if you have some stories you can share with us from those is it like four years. Here? Is it the same thing? It, yeah, that's a good question. It's not quite. It's not quite like what your traditional eagles are like. What Mark has Nothing really is. built there is something that um, anybody from any aspect of the community can go enjoy. Um, they have an upstairs Phoenix room, which is a little bit more of a traditional eagle. They um, have a lot of history there. Uh, the eagles in the heart of uh, Montrose and Houston, which is the gay community there. Um, but as far as where people go to listen to music and have events, um, the Eagle is one of the top-notch clubs there. And of course, having Dirty Disco there, we had get to hear all the new music before it really gets released to the public and the, and the, the crowd really enjoys it. They get their input on, on what the beats are like before it gets given out to the other DJs. That's right. JD and Mark mentioned that, that they dropped the new songs on, yeah. on the listening ears of their patrons. I think it's Mark, Mark is like quite the hotty toddy, isn't he? He is a stud muffin, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I was like, tinkety tonk. He's lovely. <laughs> Mark is a great guy. I've known him off and on. Well, I've worked with him off and on for about 19 years. And uh, he's a really great guy uh, to friends with and also to work for. Do you miss Houston? Absolutely. I, I miss my Houston family and my Eagle family. Um, I'm originally from Anchorage, Alaska. I was born and raised there, and I lived there for 29 years. And in 1998, I was like, I'm ready for a change. So I wanted something very drastic. And you can't get any different from Alaska than Houston, Texas. So <laughs> I thought I'll stay down there for a couple of years and ended up uh, having a great life for 19 years. And then recently, my husband and I decided, you know, we wanted another life adventure, maybe go to a place that has four seasons. Um, we have a great uh, group of friends here in Columbus. It's got a gay, great uh, gay community. And we just decided to uh, make the move, and we just got here a couple months ago. 
Oh, it, well, how big is, what's a gay bar there? Can you give us an example? Uh, in Columbus? Yeah, I've, I've never been. Have you? There's it's a, it's a, a nice two city. That I've been to, I'm sorry, the two that I've been to are um, Axis, which mm-hmm. is the bigger dance one. Um, Barry Harris comes here quite often. And then AWOL is um, kind of their version of the leather bar. They're, okay. From what I've seen, they used to have an Eagle here, but that's been closed for a while. And they had another club called Exile, which is closed. Um, yeah, that's and, where I DJ you know, Exile. What? Oh, you did Exile. I, think I closed it down. Actually, that was that's the why, last party closed. <laughs> really? They put a chain on the door after they you put left. A chain after I yeah, they were like, oh, that's slag. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm I'm just currently going around trying to check out the music scene and seeing what the vibe is like here and uh, going on and introducing and meeting people and um, I'll be seeing Barry next month at one of his events and so uh, but I'm looking forward to starting some sort of residency here. Awesome. Well, we wish you the best of luck with that. You, A DJ should have a residency yes. especially one as passionate as you. Well, thank you. Well, I'm also very lucky. I, I help DJ um uh, there's a company called Aquafest Cruises, and I have been their permanent resident DJ for the past 17 years. So uh, every Halloween, I get to DJ for a group of four, four or 500 people in the Caribbean for seven days, wow. and that's been a really highlight gig. I've been able to travel the world doing that as well. Um, but having a permanent res- residency in a club venue is, is definitely what I crave right now. Uh, how long have you been DJing, Michael? Um, I have been doing this for almost 30 years. I graduated oh. in 87 and started my senior year. And um, living in Alaska, I did with a lot of oh, mobile nice. DJ 30 work. years. You know there's not yeah. many of us around that what have about been DJing you, that long. What? How long? I started DJing when I turned 40, so 12 years. 12 years. 12 years. And so, but yeah, who's been de- who, Michael, who do you know who's been DJing 30 years? There's only a handful. With you and Phil. There's Bear. not a lot. There's not a lot. Um, Susan. You know. Danny. I'm, you, you, me. <laughs> you know, and I know, and even and, and like Mark, JD is one. You know, yeah. JD's been, he used to have some nightclubs over in England. That's right. Um, We've got to get him on House of Pride and learn his story yeah. more because he, yeah. he has quite a uh, history. Yeah, oh, I think they you, should have he, a DJ rock, a DJ Hall of Fame. Boom. There you go, Phil. When and, and, now that you're idea, sitting, retiring it. after no, sluts, they, they, you have. They yeah. need to be. You know, Nile Rogers was just in, <laughs> inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think there should be a DJ Hall of Fame. And, you're going to put yourself in the top and, ten. And, I know you well, are. Well, I will sponsor. <laughs> Where would it be located? What would I be the? Where, what's, what's, I would like to be ranked at 159. And I want to call it the Cuntified and Ancient Award. Of course we do. In fact, that's uh, right? your next show, if you do one after sluts, is going to be called Cunt. Cuntified and Ancient. Yeah. But yeah. I won't drive a nice cream van. No. Okay, I'll have totally. Yes. <laughs> It'll be a hot dog wiener. Would you be um, happy to be nominated for a Cuntified and Ancient Award? Michael. I Michael. would be happy to, absolutely. Yeah, you are, you're a gentleman. I love that. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but do you ever, since you're from Alaska, do you ever watch uh, Bush people? Can you see yeah. Russia? Can you see Russia? Could could you see Russia when you live there? He, he does watch it, and and you probably. I couldn't I couldn't see Russia from my house. But what is funny is I did know Sarah Palin when she was a weatherman. Shot uh, get out of the girl. city. You knew Sarah Palin. I think everyone did in that. State. I did. I didn't know her that many people. really well, but everyone knew her because she was on the news and hadn't <laughs> thought about her in years. For you know, and then all of a sudden I see her as the. Vice so, presidential nominee who was shocked. What town does she live in? Was something? 
Wasilla, which is about 40 miles north of Anchorage. Yes, the, the, I, the meth capital of Alaska. No, I heard she lived in a town called Lobotomy. <laughs> she needs to label it that. Yeah, she's kind of crazy. Did you actually? So you did you actually meet her? Or you knew her to talk to. Um, I met her just at some gatherings and things. I never really knew her on a personal level, but mm. people knew who she was because she was on the news. So that was really about the extent of it. But to do, go from that to VP yeah. nominee, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing years ago when that was all. Do you think she has someone at the, in the background giving her a gin and tonic and a quaalude? before she goes on television. I think actually she's just naturally that crazy. Oh, good grief. It's just, yeah. sometimes it just happens up there really? in the Yucatan. Uh, well, I'm glad you got Yukon, out of there, Michael. Klondike. Because that's, no, it was a great experience up there, but the winters were way too long for me. Yeah, it's the lack of... Uh, it is, so it really is dark for so, nearly all the time for so many months. We have so many questions. Do you have kinfolk back in Alaska? Not anymore. Uh, my parents moved a couple years ago, so they live outside of Seattle now. He's but I was just got, up there this last out. summer for my high school reunion. This is what will happen so to you. I was up there day. for about a week. Yeah. yeah. Are you happy to, to be living where you are now, right? You're happy you moved. Uh, oh, absolutely. I'm glad to be here in Columbus. I'm excited about what this city has to offer. It's a beautiful city, I have to say. It's very beautiful. So we're going to, we're going to make a left turn. Debbie Holiday, what is your favorite dance song from her? Mm, oh my goodness! Um, Don't mean to put you. I on would the have spot. to say it was actually one of hers, and I think the song you guys were thinking about that you couldn't remember with Dirty Disco was "Music Is My Way of Life." Oh, oh yeah, that was a good one. That was it. Oh. That was yeah, the third song. The third oh my song. God, you're you're amazing, Michael. Thank you. You have a you, yeah. You're focused. I love it. So Lift, that is, is that all favorites. there was? And The Music Is My Way of Life, the yeah. three Dirty Disco yeah. releases, all of yeah. which charted on Billboard. Congratulations. And, oh, was that all it was? Was the Kim Khans? Uh, Kim Khans or Kim? Who was it? Was that all it was? I don't remember. It's like, an old track. I can't remember who did the original one. Yeah, but um, they all they all did well. Yeah. They pick our songs very well, I have to say. Absolutely. So that's your favorite one to play or your favorite one? Um, you know, there was just something. There's, um, there were lots of great mixes out there. I think Dirty Disco partners up with some great DJs. You know, Tweek always has some great ones on there. Um, Leo Frappier. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's just a ton of mixes, but there was um, one by Dirty Disco that they did that I just resonated with me that I loved a lot. Um, it was only about 124 BPM, but that was always how I got my night started. Crowd loved it. She's saying it live. Um, I think that's probably why it's one of my favorites. Isn't it nice to set the night out, to start the night out around 123, 124, and you set the tone? It's so lovely, isn't it? Oh, yes, especially since my set was always from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m., so I had five hours to build it. Yeah. And, um, you know, you have some DJs that start right away at 128, and you don't really have anywhere to go from there. I really like to give the, the crowd some groove to start with and then build it up throughout the evening and then really it, end on a high note. It's so. a journey that way, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely a journey, yes. Yeah. And if I'm not having fun doing it, I don't. I think the crowd can feel that as well. I have a blast yeah. when I'm in the mood. Yeah, that's a, that's a true DJ right there. Michael K, DJ Michael K, now resident of Columbus, Ohio. We've got to let we've got to leave it there because the sh our show is over, Phil and Dan. Oh, no. Just about. I can't believe the time. You want to come on back some sometime soon, Michael? 
Oh, I would absolutely love to. Hopefully I'll have some more stories and tell you what I'm up to at that time. But I really appreciate this invitation and enjoy hearing your show every week. Fabulous. It's great having you. Everyone say goodbye to DJ Michael K. Lovely to have you, Michael. Lovely to meet you. All right. Thanks, guys. Have thank, a good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, guys. We have a couple minutes to chat, Dan. That goes so quick. Words together. You want to reiterate it does go quick. your yeah. your fabulous uh, party tomorrow night? Come out to Puff at the Stud. It's a good time. Stony coming. good time. It's cool. Please do. I'll be in the And if you don't have any pot, just show up and you'll leave. Uh, There'll be plenty of plenty. things to do outside. <laughs> trust me. I mean, one of the things is is that I will. I mean, you know, the one thing that is not illegal for me to do is to gift you weed. If I have weed, I will share it with you. You and always have. Weed. We will be sharing weed outside the stud for Puff. So you won't go home in any form of sober. That's unless that, you really need. What a way to, to sell a brand. And then of course we support that. Do you have any gummy bears? I once ate the head off a gummy well, bear. Well, you know they made those illegal. Oh, did they really? Any kind of candies oh, that look like actual Christ. candy can't oh. be mar- medicated. I just I can only eat edible. Stupid children. And I was stoned for like two days. I thought oh, it was. Well, that was a good stop. gummy then. It was just the head. You gave me something once that really. That's like what. That's what they all say. I have to say, Tweaker and I did the Christmas show on a Xanax. Is that what Just that was? One. I didn't even know what that we was. Split it. Okay. And then she's I, a lightweight. Then I was like <laughs> stuttering. I didn't even. I had to finish your <laughs> well, sentences. I mean, I'm surprised you said. I mean, I've I've passed out on them before, where it's just been like, oh, five hours later, I wake up and like, hey, what's going on? I, I'm refreshed. I have the last row hypno on planet Earth. I'm saving it for a rainy day. There you go. There you go. Watch out because it might degenerate and you'll take it and it'll just I know, right? Be like dead yeah. dead medicine. It's like now, off, right? It's it'll gone off and yeah. date expired. Could, keep it keep it at its at its at its peak date, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well it's fabulous having you back, Dan. Come back again. I really Anytime. like your articulation and your, your radio voice. Oh, thank you very yeah. much. Will you do me will you do a Phil B promo for like you know, like uh Announcement. Like of course. You're listening to DJ Phil B. And yeah, exactly. My podcast. But totally. Oh, my God. I love you. Well, yeah. I love you. His voice. And Phil B., my God, it's been a pretty minute since you've been here last. I know. It's, like, it's I, wonderful. I've missed it. But I've been... We've missed you. I've been traveling sure. and I've been, like like I said, built my police box, been working on the house, been mm-hmm. uh, in the studio and stuff. And um, it's good to take a break because then you really, really look forward and appreciate coming back. Mm. Well, Debbie Holiday brought us all together today. She did. Mm-hmm. She's good at that. So let's go out with a, uh, a mix of yours, Phil B. Mix of Never Give Up, the Twisted D radio mix. Oh, yeah. So what this was was um, a really old Italo track uh, from the early 80s. It was one of my favorite tracks. It has a stonking piano, and it was just very infectious. I went to Debbie one day, and I said, I have this track that I want to cover. I can't find the original vocalist, and I think you could sing it and sing it better. And um, I said, there's not many words. It's very simple, but sometimes that's all you need on the dance floor at three or four o'clock in the morning. You don't want a love story or a ballad. You just want some something that sticks in your head, a riff that is infectious that sticks in your head. And she's like, I need something like that. And we did it, and it went to number five on the Billboard chart. Amen. Oh, and you know, I want to thank all my other guests tonight, and, and uh, Kim Sims, of course, Kim you've Sims. worked with her. And I think we got her out of retirement here on our show, which she's is fabulous. Legend. I love Kim Sims, so I'm excited for her and her future collaborations. Yeah. Uh, Kim Sims and Debbie Holiday. I can't ask for a better show, and especially yeah. with you DJs here in the house. It was fabulous. Oh, keep it afloat. Fun. What an I honor. I learned stuff. Yeah. yeah, what an honor. It was fabulous, fabulous. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Kim Sims and Debbie Holiday. You guys are fabulous. DJ Michael K over there in Columbus and my lovely in-studio DJs, Phil and Dan. Let's go out with Never Give Up. Folks, tune in next week. We'll be here Wednesday. House of Pride Radio. I'm your host, Tweaker Turner. Here we go. Never give up. Never give up.
some amateurs. And, like I uh, said, we've had one. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we've had crossovers. We've, we've actually had comics mm-hmm. who tried to dance like strippers, too. Really? You know, I've I mean, True's tried. True's I've swung around. around the pole because yeah. I'm one in Rome. I mean, uh, Jean did, too, right? True, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She you actually went to the ceiling like Spider Woman. Sturdy. Well, she, I wish she I actually brought, takes, like, I think, pole dance. Oh, so she's been planning for this. I see. Okay, that's cheating, but she was a good sport. She. No, that's just exhibiting talents, man. It is. It is. It's uh, and that's the place to do it, yeah. You know, because uh, there's a lot of beautiful girls. They're there right now. If you're listening, yeah. they're there. They're waiting oh, yeah. for you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. they're really cool. And when you go to the sweet spot, the cool thing, like you were saying, is you could literally. I mean, they take all their smoke breaks up there. Yeah. You could sit there, and where are you going to be able to smoke a blunt with a stripper, half naked, and talk shit, and 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 learn about about what's going on in their life? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's pretty interesting. You'll find some really really cool people there. Doing some strange shit. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Do we have some food coming in. Fine. Well, Eric, keep keep that keep uh, keep the food out there because uh, we don't have enough mics in here, so we're gonna have to throw any mics out there. Uh, we'll just have to open up the window there so they can hear us out there. Talking. Whoa, they're gonna be like Statler and Waldorf. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm gonna be talking shit to them. There we go. And uh, if you guys want to find a couple of mics that'll reach from out there. um, What are we... What? We just got some food delivered. What the fuck is going on here? What? It looks ethnic. What? Oh, yeah. That's the uh, super quesadilla I can tell from through the foil. Shit. I started eating those when I was about five years old before I graduated to the super burrito. (laughs) Yeah, just try not to make a mess in the booth, guys. Oh, that's not. Gonna... That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, ah, the, uh, yeah, the booth actually. Leave me a little. Okay. Right. Yeah, we're since so, we're talking strip clubs. But yeah, so yeah, come on by every Saturday uh, once the new year starts over. Every Saturday night, open mic. Uh, we have showcases that we do. Come on by if you're in the city. It's after hours. True. What did I just say? What did I just say about not making a mess in the fucking booth? What did I just say? You instantly dropped a table spoon of rice and beans onto the table. Go, and, go uh, get some paper towels out of the And then he's proceeded the to rub it against the out cord. Of the, out of the bathroom. 